On this episode of AV Week, the head of Samsung has a warrant out for his arrest in South Korea, how that will impact the AV industry. Also looking at how to get IT folks or IT talent into your integration firm and looking at the popularity of interactive displays. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Week is brought to you by our fine group of underwriters, companies like Atlas IED. This is AV Week. Episode 282, recorded Friday, January 20th, 2017. Net Profits. Ready. AV, AV Week. Performing scan. Week. Online. This is AV Week. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audio, visual, news, and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host with us to talk about said news and information. Uh, first and foremost, my buddy and pal from the great city of Philadelphia. How are you, Mr. Green? Good afternoon, Tim. Things are well. The start of a whole new world today, it's a, right? It's a whole new world. We are, we are recording this on Friday, January 20th, and so uh, as of about two hours ago, the United States has a new president, number 45. So we'll, we'll Yeah, so as they're walking away, they're going to roll right into our podcast, I hope. Oh, yeah, see, he's, he'll, be, he'll be here in a second. Or, or Mike Pence will, one of the two, I don't know. Pence, Pence is closer to, closer to me. I'm in, in St. Louis. So, uh, And then the vice president, uh, the nice, now vice president, is from Indiana. So, But John is from a nice company called Advanced AV. Also with us, uh, Hanan from PrimeView, the company that gave AV Nation a stinking awesome uh, video wall last last year at Infocom. How are you, sir? Doing great, thank God. I think today definitely trumps yesterday. Uh, Oh, very nice. I had to throw that in there, right? You gonna do dad jokes? He's been practicing this. He's been practicing this all morning. He's gonna do dad jokes. I'm telling you. They are gonna be putting little uh, Torah scrolls in every door now in the uh, in the uh, White House. Make sure that Ivanka and son-in-law is ready to pass through. And, and, why, practice what they preach. Well, and here's the thing: if if you're not familiar, that um, the um, uh, if, if if a lot of, of, of Jewish owned companies, if you you will put the Torah scrolls in, in the doorways of, of the the uh, the in, the institution that you're at. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's talk about some couple of things. First and foremost, and holy crap, if if you're a a, a, shot, a stockholder at Samsung, you work for Samsung. Uh, a lot of our good friends at Harman now work for Samsung. This is going to be an interesting story. So. Uh, early on Monday, uh, a, a story came down, came down, and it's been evolving ever since then. Um, that the uh, one of the the vice president, the vice chairman, I'm sorry, of Samsung, uh, Mr. Lee, there's an, a warrant been made for his arrest in South Korea. Long story. It involves the president of, of South Korea. There's corruption charges. There's all sorts of stuff. A lot of folks that are claiming that not just Mr. Lee, but other people have acted inappropriately with the uh, president of South Korea and her administration, not uh, more in a, in a business sense, bribing a- allegations and stuff like that. Bottom line is the vice chairman of Samsung is, is there's a warrant out for, for his arrest. Um, not from a political standpoint, obviously not from a legal standpoint, because that's not this kind of show and I'm not that smart. 
Uh, but John, from from the the standpoint of the integrator and and sitting here right here right now, how big of an impact is it if the the head of a group and head of, of a company that that you do business with is getting arrested? How big of an impact is that going to have on on not just you guys' you know day to day operations, but getting product down the line? It, it, it's an immediate concern, obviously. I mean, that's you know the I, I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add unfortunately a political tone to this is that I think that you know as we go forward, you know our approach to trade, our approach towards you know that type of thing as well as this is going to have an impact. It could be it could cause disruption. I mean, uh, for good or for bad. I mean, I again I don't know what they're gonna you know if if the president wants to trap. You know, put dollars on 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 tariffs or something like that. That's going to cause disruption because all these companies and and one of the things it's we are sourced, we're Asia 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 sourced. I mean, a lot yeah. of stuff like is Korea, is China, that type of the thing. So our trade is going to have an impact on this. Uh, I tied this story to again. It's what's surprising to me is, you know, they're they're hunting down Volkswagen executives too. I mean, there's 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 warrants out for arrest for things that are done illegally. I um. It's disruptive. I think that you have to have a wide uh, sourcing for yourselves. Um, and I, but I think that I think the smarter people than us and people are foreseeing this um, and, and working that out. Or, or let's say I hope they're working it out. Yeah. Um, Hanan Prime View is is you, there. You, you go. You, yeah, well, no, no. You, you, here's the thing. Prime View is is you guys are, are your manufacturing is is in Israel. You have a, a fair n- a number of, of executives in Israel. You're based out of New York. Um, so I'm not going to say that it's it's an exact replica to Samsung, but you've got an international spread sure. here. It's so, so, you know, when I, we look at the situation, what's going on, we sort of saw this happening actually a few years ago when his father uh, really, you know, was in a coma and having massive trauma. And he was really brought on to run the company. Um and then, you know, still green at the time, we sort of knew this was happening. And the way that we actually found out this was happening is when Samsung, who, who we actually used to buy raw glass from the semiconductor division years ago, um, the quality was going down tremendously. And no one notified us about changes that were taking place. But when we had engineers sent on site to one of our largest customers, which is ESPN for Sports Center, we discovered that the panels that were promised to be 24-7, the specs at 24-7, were actually complete BS. Um, they were rated 24/7, but the specs said you know recommend four hours downtime per day. Translation: specs are not what they say they are. Yeah, that's not 24/7. <laughs> Correct. So we have to give away hundreds of thousands of dollars of goods for free uh, to one of our largest customers, really, because we promised 24/7, and we had to stand behind our warranty, even though oh, Samsung yeah. wasn't. Absolutely. And when we looked deeper, and my CEO flew to Korea, to South Korea, to find out what's really going on, we found out that. Without telling any of their customers, they moved production to China and they moved production to Mexico. And that was something that this guy who's really has a warrant for <laughs> signed off on. So we're not shocked at all. We actually look at this as a tremendous blessing for Primeview because unlike some of the brands, let's say like Planar and NEC and a lot of major companies who are tied to Samsung, when we had that one bad experience, we said, we're done. We're not working with Samsung anymore. And we've seen their quality control go down tremendously on all their glass. So I'm very pleased to actually say that we're not working with Samsung on uh, that level. And it's interesting because when a, the planar was also acquired by Layered, for example, yep. a lot of people turned to me and said, Fanon, what's that to me for you guys? You know, that's a big Chinese investment bank behind them, essentially. Well, you know, how, how does that treat you guys? 
And the first thing my CEO said, we're so excited. When Chinese come to America, try to deal with Americans, it never works. So we were thrilled. I, I would back I would back everything up you said, Hanan. I mean, it's again, if it's if we're reading it in the, in the New York Times, as much as that's a leading edge publication, you probably know before it's published. At least, yeah. And then, and if you don't, you should suffer that pain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because one of the things that I, you know, I've been, I have reps you know, around the country, dozens of reps that I spend time with from the Midwest to the West Coast, and I was this week in Atlanta, and everybody I speak to tells me that when companies are acquired by Chinese, it's the support is never the same as an American driven company. No one understands support better than American companies. The way we staff up our customer support for professional services, for pre-sales engineering, that's foreign outside the US. It really is. So whenever I hear news like this, whenever I hear news of a planar being acquired by Laird, I hear from my customers straight up, Kanan, I'm so happy you're here. We want to work with Prime, but you don't understand the headaches I had with this Chinese guy and that Chinese guy. They call someone in Shenzhen for 14 hours and they still don't solve the problem because they don't understand in English. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that the distribution channel is is if you're already involved in it, you you better be having conversations. You should be getting your information from a lot of different locations. I would imagine that half a dozen people that are under contract under Samsung under an OEM agreement are absolutely talking to their lawyers, going, "This is a perfectly good opportunity for us to end the <laughs> And for whatever reason that might be, I mean, yeah. that's just the mechanics of it. I mean, again, this is trouble. We've been having trouble. There doesn't have to be this bad feeling thing. It's just like, yeah, we're done because of contract. To add to, add to a little wrinkle into this as well, you know, I'm sure many of you are aware a few years ago, uh, Sharp was acquired by Foxconn. Yep. Not a few and, years ago, this year. Well, well this last year. last calendar year, yeah. Yes. Well, officially on paper, that's when it started. Yes. Right. It started, um, the guys who involved in the semiconductor side, like mm-hmm. my, my production team, my CEO, they knew about this up before there. And, and the reality is, is that as technology becomes more consumer-facing, the tablets and the smartphones, the reality is these guys are looking at the industry saying, why am I interested in the commercial business? And they're putting more of their energy on the Foxconns of the world. Mm-hmm. So... Samsung as well, we have close ties to a lot of development companies within Samsung. And Samsung developers all over the world, I mean, the guys who create some of the best technology out of Israel for Samsung, their entire division was laid off the other week when their stock went 30% dip or whatever it was. And it were, I think it was 32% of the workforce that let go. Mm-hmm. And this was before even the warrant went out. <laughs> um, so Again, and I think that you know the other thing is, is there's, there's just signs. I mean, again, their phone's blowing up. Well, I don't overthink it. The screen is just bigger, and that's what I sell. So, I mean, if they've got problems there, there probably is. There are probably issues. There's, four, there's warning signs throughout. It's just, you know, again, doing some follow-up and checking out of that type of a thing. Um, you know, it is honorable, unfortunately. I think that they tried to, they, they, they're coming out and they're addressing it type of a situation. That's a good sign because that doesn't mean it's rotted all the way through. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they have... Go ahead. Right. Yeah, so that they did actually go back and, and say, you know, we, we we screwed up on the on the on the batteries, yep. um, recalled them, you know, did their whole thing. Um, right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this uh, how this comes down comes down right. at the, at the end of it. So, uh, all right, uh, over to our friends over at Commercial Integrator. Um, "Quote unquote," IT leaders are gathering at the White House to address the talent gap. Uh, this is from our buddy Craig McCormick over at Commercial Integrator. Um, there's a serious problem when it comes to hiring people in IT these days, and Carousel Industries Chief Client Officer Tim Herbert is determined to fix it. Uh, Herbert and Carousel are the ones that are over at the at the White House talking uh, with the the new administration about how to, to honestly how to, how to address the the 
the resources and and the lack of resources rather uh, to get folks trained in IT. Um, Hanan, you've been around and you mentioned the fact that you were in Atlanta this week uh, meeting with integrators. What are folks doing um, from a, a talent standpoint of getting folks up and running and up to speed when it comes to getting folks knowledgeable about how to integrate IT and, and the AV space? So it's, it's, it's a, definitely an interesting time now because, you know, at the end of the day, while we may be AV-centric, uh, while we all may be AV-centric at the end of the day, the reality is the end user often don't have a team of AV people. So a big enterprise customer, they may have an AV guy or one or two for a multi-billion dollar organization, but the real base of support is IT. So what I'm seeing is not even just on the consultant side, but from the integration side as well. Many of the integrators I'm meeting with now are literally acquiring IT companies. Instead of trying to partner with them and say we can work together, which hasn't worked for the last few years as much as people say it's going to happen, convergence, it's a lot of this. The reality is for an AV integrator to be successful and for even a manufacturer to be successful, we need to make sure that our resellers and our integrators have IT capabilities. So one of the things that I've seen interesting is that our integrators that we work with on the AV side have said, we have customers that are going to move and are moving towards IT-centric. Can PrimeView build in IP control into your display technology? And this is something that we did a year ago, listening to that, the same way we did six years ago, or better yet, seven years ago with HD Base T. So while we had HD Base T seven years ago and three years ago was SDI, now the requests are coming saying, I need IP. I don't want another device. I need that built in because that's the standard. I require that. And it's interesting to hear that we're really beating at the same beat of our integrators because our integrators are literally buying IT firms so they can really provide those services. And one integrator I met with the other day, um, at, uh, actually at CTG based at Atlanta, where historically it's been more arenas and broadcast um, and house of worship. The AV side is definitely growing for them, no question. But the things that they shared to me is that they acquired an IT firm. And this is really for a good half a dozen integrators I met with actually in Atlanta. They acquired IT guys so that the IT can drive because the decision makers are IT people. So it's easier to talk IT with IT. And you grow the business and you support the business, but more effectively. So real, real quickly, and, and John, I'll get you in on, on this, but real quickly, Hanan, when you're talking with these integrators, are, are they giving you any indication you know, as to why partnering with IT firms hasn't worked out? It's just two different languages. I mean, it's, it's I, th I think, I mean, I didn't get a black and white um, answer, but I didn't really ask the question because I sort of knew the answer. It's essentially like a stepbrother and a stepsister and saying, marry each other it, it's two different it's two, it's like putting on two different left shoes I mean, it, it doesn't fit um i just don't think av and it ultimately seek the same language i know a lot of people are trying to make it happen but i think av needs to be it centric because it ultimately is growing you know my brother is an it manager for a publicly traded company in israel and they have offices here in the u.s and we were joking about it about um you know, he supposedly wants to grab onto a global IT director role. And um, and he said, but the American office is like pushing back because he's AV. It's, it's, it's like two different mindsets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, John, from the integrator standpoint, what are you guys doing to, to fill this gap and, and to, you know, bring more IT knowledge to your folks? I can, I can safely assure you that, you know, again, we were purchased a couple of years ago and a merger of the companies is probably going to show a, uh, 
a roster of easily one third of our employees will be IT. Wow. Either either in in the role that they have or the knowledge that they have. So it may it, it to some degree it's a very similar as Hassan An said is, is that you know there's an acquisition of, of of that knowledge. I also agree that uh, even on the sales side of sales side approach, sales approach, that the way that you sell an IT solution is different than you sell an AV solution. Who you talk to, what you talk to, again, it's a service because that's an issue as well. And we literally are in the process of, uh, of, of trying to hire somebody and they're coming from an IT. We're going to put them on the services side, not on the IT, not on the systems integration side. They come about it completely differently. They say different things. They enter into different conversations. It's it's very strange. So it doesn't. It's not just in a technical department that you have to worry. You have to worry throughout your building. You know, you have to explain your billing person. The reason that they're not paying is because IT pays this way. <laughs> and, and you're laughing, but that's that's the truth. It's like, well, you know, it's like we don't say I want a deposit. I want something else because that's the term in their language. That they go, oh yeah, it's not progress payments. It's called this. <laughs> so, the, the conversation again, it, it hurts my ears every time I have to be involved in it. Avit, the conversation's over. Yeah. Okay. It really is. It's on a network. You it's you me- you mentioned the fact that, that a third of your employees are, are going to be IT. Right. How are you doing that though? Is it is it training or is it just hiring those folks? It's, it's acquisition. Okay. I mean, it's it's people in place. It's merging of merging of the companies type of a thing. Uh, you know, crossing the platforms across the game because that's why the merger was put together. I mean, we do where we we are a little bit of a standout in in what we do. They're also a standout on the IT side of things, mm-hmm. and just commonality of approaching the customer holistically, or having the ability to do it holistically. I think that the, I think what's interesting about the article from Commercial Integrator is, you know, I think that IT and this training of IT is is the space race that Kennedy talked about. This is our generation's issue. I think that we really need to steer a lot of our educational, our apprentice programs, everything, in that direction. Um, we don't need more, you know, people to, uh, to bang up metal. Uh, we need to be able to do code. We need to be able to cybersecurity. I mean, I think that's part of it too. I think that we are faced with cybersecurity issues that are going to really cause issues, business disruptions. Well, and really quickly on that, before we move on to the, to the last story here. That's a huge thing, and it's something that, that honestly, the, the AV folks have not talked about until last year. And I, and I mentioned last year, and, and, and my good friends over at, at, at AMX will cringe every time I say this, but it happened a year ago. A year ago in, in January is when, is when the report came out about uh, a couple of, of products that had some security issues. But it was a great thing to happen because it started a conversation. And we continue to have the conversation. We continue to move it forward. We continue to say, you know what, this is this is a, a significant issue. We we started a, a program called ITAV uh, here at AV Nation, and one of the program one of the programs we did recently talked about how tech managers, how IT managers are onboarding AV products. It was a great conversation because it it, it talked about taking these boxes and putting them on on folks' networks for a week or six weeks at a time before they're ever integrated into a system, right? So this is how they're safeguarding their own networks is Mm -hmm. is they're testing them, right? They're they're taking a control processor. They're taking a DSP that is going to be living on the network, and they put one with with the proper programming and stuff on the network, not a part of a system, but just as a test bed to see what sort of of security issues there are. And when, and when and if they find them, they're contacting the manufacturer back and saying, hey, look, 
there's some issues here. We need you to fix that before this this uh, this system gets rolled up. And I'm gonna again. We've had these conversations. We've had a couple of them. Uh, you know, the the voice control, the Alexa, mm -hmm. the, the Google at home. You know, and again, I could talk absurdly because I'm not, I don't have a technical background, but you and I both agree that voice is probably going to replace in some form or fashion control in a boardroom. Well, I can imagine, the, you know, somebody coming back to us going, yeah, we didn't lock it down and, and it, it hurt our employees one pizza and, and now we have pizza delivery <laughs> Tuesday. It works really well and controls the room, but every Tuesday pizza appears too. Or, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but I mean, again, and there was a story a couple of weeks ago or last week where Howard Stern's like sending out his message over the radio and the Alexis's home were literally ordering stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like you laugh at me. Again, you do. You, I, I told my wife the story. She goes, I told you this Howard Stern. Well, as you know, she goes, I told you to get rid of that Google home. And I, I said, you know, so there are things that need to be worked out but it's really tied to security and understanding of what it means to be on a network. Yeah. Yeah, it does. All right. Last story here. And we'll let you guys get out of here. Uh, it's a, it's a story that, that is, is near and dear to Hanan's heart and, and in both mine too. It's, it's a, it's about sharp and, and they did get purchased by Foxconn. They, they kind of exited the, the U S market, uh, at least on the, on the residential side, but they're coming back with some stuff. Uh, and this is about their, their, their stand at, at ISE. Um, they're showing a 70-inch video wall, which is which is kind of the, the story, and it's, it's from our, our friends over at AV Magazine. Um, but half of their stand is going to be interactive displays. Uh, it's what they're calling the big, quote-unquote, big pad. Um, Hanan, I'm going to pick on you because you're, you, you know, you guys make some gorgeous displays. But the interactive part. Are, are we entering, and, and I've made fun of Microsoft Surface for a long time now. Is that product to the point where folks like Sharp feel like they have to go after it? Um, I think everybody has to have an interactive play to them, but you better you better do it and you better do it well. Um, you know, we walked away from the touch business, I want to say, uh, about three years ago. And that was a conscious decision that I made for the Americas from a sales perspective saying, I don't want our guys to sell it because... IR touch at the time was not there yeah. mm -hmm. and it was a disaster. I mean, I have customers now, unfortunately that won't even pick up my phone call because the experience sucked and it wasn't the product. It was experience yeah. because the world of an iPhone and iPad told you it could work great on a three inch, seven, 10 inch display. And then you get to the 70 inch and it's like, that's nah, not really up to par. Um, you know, on a positive side though, you know, we've been blessed that we have a large OEM customer in the oil and gas industry that we've deployed huge quantities on a yearly basis that force us to develop a projected capacitive touch large format solution that's really bulletproof. Uh, tempered glass, I, you know, IP rating the front and it really works well. And it's really a giant iPad. Um, I don't think the Chinese type of run companies, uh, you know, a, a Sharp, which is really a Foxconn, yep. I don't think it's really about quality. It never has, it, it never will in my opinion, unfortunately. I think it's just about it. You know, they want to play in the market and what they're going to do is they're going to undercut the whole market on price and just say, sell, 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 sell. Um, and then when a service issue comes up, like when you take a consumer TV and then put a commercial grade warranty on it, <clears throat> you guys all know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, you just give a new one and put a bandaid on it. So I think that it's good if you want to just move a lot of boxes, but it's not good for the integrator because, you know, I had a call uh, at the, uh, 
American Airlines lounge on the airport on my way to meet with an integrator in Atlanta and an engineer said, please tell my manager that when the sales guys design these systems and change order to a more cost-effective solution, on a gross profit level, it looks great, but on a net margin, it's a disaster because that product, yes, rebates help but or spiffs help, but a net profit, they lose money when they have to go back there again and then again and again. So people look at the bait of a very attractive solution and don't think about the net profit for their actual ownership of the integration firm. Um, unless you get paid on actual uh, profit, not you know projected as a sales guy. So overall, I think these things in the industry are great. The more people talk about touch, the better, really better not, the more business there is for us because the crappier experience someone else has, the more business we get. Um, you know, we're always known as the expensive guy and that's great. Um, people will pay for a quality product. Um, so I think they're doing all the marketing for the players that are out there that have quality products. Um, and when you have a crappy experience, you find someone else has a better one and you're willing to pay more. But overall, I think this is more of a marketing stunt. We'll see if they actually end up producing it. Um, very often, you know, people see things at trade shows and they go, wow, that's amazing. Can I buy it? No, no, no we're not really producing. This is just for fun. So um, it's not going to be 24-7 rated, even if the spec says it is. Look at the warranty documents. I assure you it won't be. Um, and I can say that without a doubt. Um, but I think ultimately it creates a trend of where people are following the trend versus being ahead of the, of the curve, so to speak. So when you're behind in the curve, sometimes when you're late to the game, you could improve the quality, but I don't think that's the case here at all. All right. John, from your perspective, and, and well, Anand, you, Anand, I think we're brothers from, from different mothers. I agree with you completely. I think that that's very possible. Very I think possible. really, I, I honestly, I, I completely and totally agree with you that, um, that's how technology is being promoted these days. I don't, again, I guess my reaction is I don't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, if you even look at it on the conferencing side, there was Skype, not even Skype for business, but I was like, yay, use it. Feel really bad about it. You call me because I have the solution. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that as a big picture. And I think that, that it, it, again, if Shrep delivers and they even have to deliver, we've won a little because they're going to use it. They're going to know, well, I would like to. And if I had, and that's where we fit. And that's where our value is added. That's where our value is added as a manufacturer and value is added as an, as an integrator. I, I, my only funny story, I was actually going to post this in social is that we're talking about, you keep saying iPad and, and the iPhone is a good touch experience. I've just recently upgraded and it's not been as friendly as it used to be. Okay? Oh, no, no, no. That oh, does not include firmware updates. Come on. Well, well I, I'm, I'm actually pretty good. I accept those firmware upgrades, even though my IT department says, don't do that. I do it anyway. <laughs> uh, the other but example is, is like, I'll, I'll grab my phone and I'll touch it. It's not as, you know, it doesn't do it as good. But magically, if I stick it in my back pocket, it's able to open up my Starbucks app, order a, co a, a cappuccino with an extra shot, and order from Moscow. And, I, and all that happens is a little butt wiggle when that happens. So there's some there's some touch issues all around the board. You got to try Pilates. <laughs> so it's not my phone? <laughs> I think he's saying it's your butt, John. I, that's exactly what I think he's saying. He's just saying. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and, and, and get out of here. Um, Anon, we, thank did, we, did, we did come up with the topic, the butt wiggle touch. Oh, jeez, stop it. <laughs> work right. on it. Don't worry. All right. Hanan, from Prime View, how do people find you, sir? Uh, the best way to find me is on an airplane. Uh, but uh, jokes aside, you can definitely hit me up on LinkedIn uh, or Twitter. Uh, but uh, my office anytime is always available. And um, 212-730-4905 or at primey.biz. 
All right. Thank you, sir. And Mr. Green, thank you, sir. How do people find you and or yeah, tell you what, I'm going to be uh, the usual. And again, my my Twitter handle is it shows a little bit three different parts of me. It's my social, my business and my <laughs> political. Um, that's a J Green six. Uh, but I'm also going to be doing some traveling. I'm off to uh, uh, a Cisco uh, conference in February and then the NSC, uh, NSCA BLC BLC. in March. And then also headed off to uh, Microsoft Inspire. And then AP, and then Infocom. Yeah, and then I got Infocom. Right, so I might be on the same airplane as Hanan. Look for us both. (laughs) Most likely. Um, All right, Uh, for for us and for me, honestly, we we, we ended with the sharp story because of ISC. We're going to be going to ISC, so... Honestly, go to the, go to the website avnation.tv, avnation.tv. We have a bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline, uh, both for ISE and others. Um, if you're attending the show, uh, we do have a, a neat little contest that our marketing group came up with called Find AV Nation. Uh, if you go to the not website, in the red light district, okay? Do what now? Not in the red light district. No, though. sir. No, I'm not even sure where the red light district is in Amsterdam. <laughs> you know where the green light is, right? I, yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking that's to my it. story. And I'm sticking to it. Um, but uh, our our booth is in Hall Seven, uh, but we'll also be bouncing around different places. We've got two different tweet ups. Uh, our friends over at Polycom on Tuesday and, and HD Base T on Wednesday. Um, we're doing eight shows, uh, eight programs uh, during the week. Uh, so if you're not going, you can check it out live at 11 Eastern every uh, every morning. I'm doing a daily wrap up there, uh, but we're going to be at the at the Scala booth doing our shows there. All kinds of stuff, and it's all thanks to our, our wonderful underwriters, uh, companies like Kramer and uh, Control 4 and some others uh, are helping us out in doing that. So, uh, But you'll find all that stuff at avnation.tv, avnation.tv. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. This has been AV Week.